Hey, thanks for joining us, leaders. We are going to pick up our conversation that we started last week. This is part two, where we're actually going to talk about what tools we're going to try to implement during this series for our GCs. So I'm going to kick it back over to Michelle, and afterwards, hopefully hear from you. So personally, I'm really excited about this reading plan. And I've talked about it actually with my GC co-leaders for a few things. For one, a lot of people in our group have talked about, especially with it being the beginning of the year, this new intention and consistently spending more time in the word. And I think this- New Year's, got to make that resolution. No, no, actually, (laughs) I'm pretty anti-resolution, but hey, that is a great goal to have, right? So that's something we've talked about. But what I really love about this approach too, is if you look at the questions that follow- um, the passages along with the reading plan. The fact that it's the same set of questions every week really, um, I think, kind of ingrains in you just this habit of, of examining and allowing the spirit to show you too, like where does the gospel really um, revealing a heart issue or with what's going on in my life circumstances? How can we really learn to better apply these things in a way? And so something about revisiting that same series of questions, I especially love at the end too, thinking about, okay, who are our non-believing friends? How can we be intentionally praying for them, talking about how we're going to incorporate them into community? I think that's really powerful when I think about our whole group going through that together. Sometimes I worry about um, messages like this week that people may get the wrong idea because last week I started with the gospel and I was very positive. This week's going to go a little negative as I talk about false gospels because I don't want us to be out necessarily, quote unquote, sin hunting but I want us to be aware with the truth that as you talk to these false gospels, it's like, oh, that's a false gospel because of that. And it naturally stands out because it doesn't center itself in the grace of Christ. And so that's what I'm hoping we go for. And so I think those questions would actually go back and, and help reinforce that. How do you guys envision like this flexibility changing your gatherings going forward for your GCs? I'm hoping to implement this um, maybe in a way that, because our GC tends to be very relational when we get together. We we like to talk and laugh, and sometimes it's hard to get everybody together. And you know what? That could actually be okay if if we're saying our notes night doesn't have to be just centered around notes, that we have another space to gather together and discuss certain things to go deeper. And that doesn't have to be every week, but it, it needs to be kind of a, a focus of drawing us to a place of asking and answering where the scriptures are leading us. And so I think we can more be aware of what's going on in each other's lives. Uh, so we actually plan to move in that direction as well. We gather Sundays for lunch uh, after church um, every other week right now. And then I'm going to plan to meet with the, some of the guys kind of outside of that. And actually include a couple of people not in the GC uh, who need that that space. So we're going to, we've talked about that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's not just those in RGC, but, but they also can't be so big. It's unmanageable too. So Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a balance there. It also, you know, if you're doing something like that, it opens up your, maybe if you have like a weekly GC get together time, it opens that up to invite new people in because the space isn't as intimate as it was before. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a more relational space. That's what I think we're hoping to do. Yeah. You know, hopefully we become a people that would focus on the intention of what God has done throughout the books of the Bible, not be a people. I mean, we want to be people who could like quote and and read the scriptures, but we want to be much more a people who have the understanding behind what everything is written, which is pointing towards Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. And as we 
have a goal towards understanding the grace of the gospel in our lives, that will hopefully lead us to a place of deeper relationship, not just with God, but with other people as well. And so may that be the goal of what we move forward with in our gospel communities. This part of the show where we get to hear from you. And thankfully, Alan sent this in after their GC talked about this new reading plan. Really what he shares is a good reminder and good things to think about whether you're doing a Bible study or you're doing notes night questions based off the sermon or you're doing this reading plan. Hi everybody, this is Alan, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, I've noticed with our GC storytellers that people often freeze with new questions or aren't sure how to answer them in the moment. Uh, I think this is especially true when the questions are open-ended and don't really have a quote-unquote right answer as opposed to personal self-reflective answers uh, where we want them to dig deep and look into their lives and see how Jesus has affected them and what Jesus's grace really means to them. Um, and as GC leaders, we usually model or frame ways to answer questions for the group first. And um, of course, it's done during real time. It doesn't really allow people to process. Uh, when our group first formed, we told our stories and leaders did model first. We went week by week with the same prompt and the same intention. And that was over the course of a few months. And I did know this when we did that, we had a certain level of transparency and insight to the gospel as relating to the members' individual stories. Um, that really grew over that time. And I think that had to do with the repetition. And my career in music education, uh, I often find that students have a hard time singing or getting out and experience, especially sixth graders. And what is super helpful for me is kind of going over the same things over again, week by week by week until they're comfortable with it. Maybe just one thing we can do as GC leaders is bring up topics week after week, ask the same kinds of questions, and then do have an expectation for certain people to find answers, which might mean giving assignments, giving people time to process whatever those questions are so they can introspect and really dwell on those topics over um, a longer period of time than just an hour or two. Uh, anyways, just some thoughts. Thanks. Much appreciated. And yeah, so I think that's very valuable and good to consider whether we are doing kind of this new reading plan, we're doing notes night like we have been, or a Bible study, but being consistent in the questions we ask uh, and helping people know what to expect when they come might help us all be better, well thought out uh, and process a little deeper, faster. So would love to hear from any of you as you maybe implement asking the same questions week by week. Doesn't mean the whole night, just maybe a way to start what it, what, what effects it has what it looks like uh, for your community group to be repetitive in some way and not just move on, but to circle back and ask similar questions over and over. What engagement, improvement have you seen? And we'd love to hear. So with the new season, new series, it's interesting that Galatians is a book so much about grace because I think grace is what allows for flexibility in the first place. So leaders, I encourage you just to be prayerful and attentive to where your group is going, where God is leading you, what the needs are of your group. And I would love to hear from those of you trying new things, uh, maybe going with one of these approaches that you know we've offered. And I'm excited to hear from all our groups as we go through this book together. Even if you try something and stop trying that a few weeks later, because 
you know, it it'd be great work. to know why it didn't work. Yep. Totally. That's yeah. valuable information. Yeah. It's, it's just like, look wait, at wait. our questionnaires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's so often we want to talk about like, oh, these are successes, but we learn from our failures too. And I think those need to be spoken of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see you next week. 